Okay, repeat after me. Repeat after me. Just a typical podcast. Just a typical podcast. With Nicole. With and. And. Chantal. Welcome to another episode of Just a Typical Podcast. I am your host, Chantal, and today I am here with disability and social justice advocate, Nicole McDonald. Um, we'll be asking her some questions about um, advocacy and uh, the struggles of advocating for uh, people with, spe- with special needs um, as a person with, the, with a special need. So, are you ready, Nicole? I'm born ready. Okay. What inspired you to become an advocate for people with diverse ability? So, what inspired me? Um, well, I was born with a disability, so I feel like, um, you know, I was really born into it. I don't think I was really fired. Like, I had to fight for a lot of things, so I guess that's the inspiration. And then, and then other people I see... Um, have a lot of struggles too, so just to help fight for them, and yeah, so yeah. That's, that sounds good. I know know what you mean by having to fight for for things with me and my parents, and obviously other people at at club too, and that are listening had to fight for a lot of at sort of for adaptations and accommodations. Yeah. Um, so my next question is, what kind of struggles have you faced um, as an advocate or a person with a with a disability? Uh, well. Uh, this question we can spend all day on, but because <laughs> there's a lot of struggles, um, housing, employment, education, um, like social like friends, they don't understand what it's like to we have a disability, so they just tend to like um, what's the word that uh, exclude you and stuff, yeah, so or treat you differently, uh, yeah, things. yeah, do not and uh, not understand how to treat you. Uh, stuff like that so uh i've had to fight to go to college uh finding a job is nearly impossible uh even like i still live with my parents so who knows like what that situation will look like yeah same um different like supports and services for people with disabilities hard to uh, get sometimes and i just feel like as a fight for everything like one time uh in the car me and my mom we have like our best conversations deep conversations in the car for some reason <laughs> and uh i was like what is it i just i was looking out the window and i just said out of the blue and we weren't talking about anything i was like why does it feel like i need to fight for everything and just be normal but, yeah. yeah it's okay keeps me Keeps me on my toes. Yeah. Or my hands. Keeps life interesting. <laughs> so. Is one? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That was a good one. So, what kind of struggles did you face, like, um, in school or outside of school with, like, like any, any certain situations um, that uh, were, were really difficult? In particular, um, uh, like, like I said, um, going to college was very difficult. Uh, friends, when I was in junior high, I I think junior high is difficult for anybody. Yeah, I agree. But like when like 
the second you different and you know high like people just people don't understand don't they already understand. don't understand each other enough any anyways as it is at that at that age no. and then when you're someone who has any kind of difference comes in like they just don't understand why you have all these adaptations or why you can't have a normal lock on your locker you have to leave class early yeah or get help with the with the test like a different test so like yeah. i was i was they say uh, you're cheating i was me. just gonna say that <laughs> you know, like my friends were like every single day they were like okay you're cheating I'm like no i'm not uh i like did that for a grade i was like i took that for like grade all of grade eight and then in the summer uh, between grade eight and nine i'm like i've had enough and like i made a powerpoint on like my adaptations that i had and i also made like a powerpoint of like my learning disabilities even though uh, i don't really understand my brain myself but um i tried to tell them like like my uh, chemical things in my brain and just the way that I learn and it kind of like it I think it made a difference like I didn't hear anybody accuse me of cheating in grade nine so that's a really good idea you explained it like that yeah I think more people should do that or like like they should actually teach it in schools yeah Yeah. someday they will I mean I did like a think I remember in grade five I did a (laughs) short project on autism it was like for like some kind of contest or something you could pick like a certain um disability or something and Grade I chose that, but I was, remember I was doing the project, and my fr- I was, uh, found all these things that were, like, really relating to me, and I was like, this is me, and I'm on the autism spectrum. My friend's like, that's not the same thing as autism, and she's like, we're working on autism, I'm like, it's the same thing. Uh, <laughs> I was way too fast that I said that. Oh, well. <laughs> well maybe part we of can, your turn. Yeah. It's part of you, so don't worry about it. Um, like, um, I think the early exposure, like, with kids... And people with disabilities are, are very important. Like I'm a um with Cancer Foundation ambassador. Uh, so what that is is I go to like schools and uh, give them a presentation about with Cancer and um also me and his foundation and like what he does and what he did doing his Man in Motion tour and uh, you know they have the opportunity to ask questions about me or you know people with disabilities. Really and cool. uh, I also t- talk about like inclusion and accessibility, and making like spread the me- a message that pe- things that everywhere in Canada or Nova Scotia needs to be accessible by the year twenty thirty. Um, and I think that's just the early exposure is like very important. Uh, I also volunteer at daycare, so like there's three and four and five year olds that. They see someone with a disability volunteering in their community, and so I think the more the earlier you see it, the more accepting you are. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. I know that. Like, I mean, my parents always tried to like kind of explain to me what my situation was. We're always around. My we'd always like see people with disabilities. But my parents always cho- like told like taught us not me and my brother not to like look at them any any differently mm-hmm. and coming to. Club was like, now I, s- I see someone with a disability outside of club. I'm like, oh, I can understand kind of what they're going through and yeah. or like how I should communicate with them or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, my final question um, is if you could tell people who may not understand um, the struggles of living with 
a disability, um, like what, what it's like, what would you tell them? I would say, um, yeah, it, it feels impossible some days, like, but that's because people don't accept you, uh, you know, because you have to fight for everything. Um, but uh, maybe I can, like, think of another, a better way to uh, answer this question and get back to, you know, in the future, but, um. So you mentioned fighting for something. What kind of things have you, have you had to fight, to fight for? Oh, um, I do, no. I lied when I said that was my final question. <laughs> well, that's okay. What kind of things I had to fight for? I had to fight, uh, oh, like, little things. Like, not little things, but I will, my, my mom tells me that in elementary school, I guess, uh, my principal, whoever, didn't want to book, like, the excessive bus or the uh, accessible stock transportation school bus for field trips. I don't know why. Um, why can't they just make the regular school buses accessible? Um, I feel like I, I saw, not in Nova Scotia, but because I, I had family in PI, I think the ones in PI do, but that doesn't help Nova Scotians, obviously. But they do in... And <laughs> hi, uh, candy munchies. This is a reminder, Chantel. You were like, "Oh, what things can I bring that are nice and quiet?" <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just what? Uh, you did great with that pipe cleaner, though. Yeah, and they got a string. Uh, good job. Anyways, what was the question? What was I thinking? Oh, um, okay. What kind of things have you had things. to fight for? <laughs> Sorry, I'm so distracted. Right. Um. Um. Going to college. Um. Oh, finding a job. Um, that is getting a job. I graduated in 2017. Uh, I had a job, uh, lost it, and still trying to find another one. Um, so that's hiring and hard. Going through list of job postings on the computer, applying and not even getting an interview, like even yeah. applying for things. I'm like, this has my name all over it, and not getting an interview. Same. Like I'll apply to things, and it's like I never, I never hear back. It's like I thought I'd be perfect for the job. I've, I've applied to places like libraries or chapters like several times, and gotten one interview. Yeah. For the library. Um, just trying to keep a positive mindset, and that's good. Would be hard. That's sometimes hard, but um, oh, I'm. I feel like I'm a happy, positive person most you are of the very time. Happy. Oh, you know. <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> Questions for the audience? Um, as an advocate yourself, what can you suggest or recommend that people that know nothing about people with disabilities could do to take steps forward to help? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, make it a better, more inclusive environment. Uh, be a bigger voice. Well, I have a motto with that, uh, and it's the, it's short, the short version is a ATP which stands for as the person and uh, just what you know how can I you help like don't just do it for them like I, it kind of you know I know that everyone means well but like it kind of makes me mad a little bit when I'm like there's an online job and it's designed to help people with this place so I'm push I'm going to push the button and then someone like on the other side it just pushes it and it's like, oh, yeah, thanks, as as they buddy. Tr- they treat you like you're 
can't you can't really do I anything. Can, yeah. You're like a little like a little kid. Yeah. That goes back to what your uh, mom and you were talking about when we met the first time with the unconscious bias. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. So more of us working with you than for you. Yeah, so it was like people automatically just do things without asking me, like, no. Like, in the the rehab, like, I was in the rehab for six weeks learning some independent living skills, and my breakfast tray was outside. Because I asked them to put it outside because I'm not up at 7.30 a.m. Uh, so I asked the nurse, can you bring it in while I'm, you know, getting dressed and I don't care if someone's in the room while I'm naked. Um, or, or getting, getting dressed. Well, just believe the first <laughs> So I'm, like, making, I so I'm getting dressed and stuff and she brings in my breakfast tray and that's all I wanted. I just wanted someone to really bring it in for me. But I'm not really paying attention to what she's doing and she's like making I got oatmeal with my breakfast tray which I didn't order because I don't like oatmeal. And like she's like making my oatmeal for me or like and I'm just like oh she's like preparing it I'm like thanks but I don't like oatmeal. I didn't really ask you to mess with my food. I just asked you to bring it in. Oh, like, people just start, I don't know, brushing my hair, like, in the morning that, uh, or just doing little things for me without, you know, there's a couple people that know me, know, like, what I need help with and what I don't need help with. So I allow them to help me without asking me, but, like, strangers, I just want them to ask because I don't know what they'll, me with or not. You know, sometimes like people will even say like, "Oh, you don't. Oh, don't worry about doing something if it's if it's hard for you." Like the other day, I have a volunteer yeah. job and I was buttoning a shirt like on a hanger, just like the top button, and I have a lot of trouble but with buttons. And but it was taking me, and it was taking me along. The lady's like, "Oh, don't 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 worry about that. And, like you, you can just just hang, hang it up. I'll button it up later." I was like, "No, I'll I'll get it. it. Might take me a while, but I'll get it." Yeah, like people like um, assume that like it's hard for me. Like, oh, don't do it if you if it's hard. I'm like, I didn't say it was hard or not. Like, yeah, it might be hard, but it's not impossible. Yeah, it'll just take me like go just a little longer. But also, um, if like I drop something on the floor and I'm like picking, like I'm not struggling to pick it up, but I'm I'm in the process of picking it up, and then someone like picks it up for me. Just because they think I'm struggling, but I'm, I'm really yeah. not. I feel like like if if you need help, you'll ask for it. Yeah. And like I, one thing that really bothers me when people ask like, "Oh, do you need help?" Or, or like if I'm in a car with someone that I don't, I don't know or something like, and I'm really quiet, they'll be like, "You okay? Are you okay?" And it's like, "I'm fine." Leave <laughs> like, me alone. That happens to anybody. It's like if I if I'm not okay, I'll I'll, I'll tell I'll you. Tell you. <laughs> and it's like a safety issue too. Like if I'm not moving. And my hands are on my wheels, and then someone comes up behind me and starts pushing me. Like, my hands are on my wheels, so my fingers could get caught in my spokes. Oh my. So that'd be like you, like someone, one of us walking, and then someone's coming over and like pushing me yeah. forward. <laughs> I'll help you walk. Just hold on a second. Then we should probably transition that into real life so people would understand it. Yes, actually. Just from now on, we're going to go out and just start pushing people. Yeah, yeah. no, that just, be like, your response no, to no, just like moving your not, not moving, not, not pushing, but moving your legs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pulling pull, pull your legs. legs. For you. And one. And two. <laughs> 
You know what? I'm gonna go test this theory out for you guys. My hands look fine. It's my legs that look. Hello? <laughs> for all of you that don't know, Nicole is in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't really, oh, can't really oh, see that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoops. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm usually on TV. This is different. Do you, do you want to explain what your disability is? Uh, I was found a bit for the... Uh, I need to look it up. No, just looking. Uh, <laughs> um, it says spinal cord defect. Uh, so when the spine was developing in the womb, like imagine a zipper from like the top down. So like let's say it zips, and then you know sometimes when the zip, like when it when it skips, yeah, like uh, like it's it's some vertebrae kind of it skips being closed and it's oh, okay. oh and it stays open and then the all the nerves go ding and uh, so the outside and then I needed surgery when I was born to help stuff it back in and close I guess they call it a hole like a thin layer of skin in my back uh so I needed and then that's really interesting so uh yeah so physical display there's like different kinds of different formats of spine bifida um but i have my quads so i can walk a little bit uh it's getting weaker when i was younger i used to have a, a bike a tricycle and it was a leg one uh, one that i could use my legs but last night i was at the canada game center my friend uh, i guess organized the event where people can come try out like different kinds of adapted uh, bikes Oh, for cool. people with disabilities and I tried one to pedal with my legs and I'm like that ship has sailed <laughs> oh. like so I went in one with that I could use my hands and I went around like 10 times so wicked. yeah that was fun you yeah but uh, yeah it took a it was nice uh, boost of energy yeah so so is it something that like can get worse or over time no no okay well i like i'm like i'm getting older my legs aren't getting stronger okay. oh my god justin <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry it just popped in my head okay so you know how you said you presented I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> you presented your disability to the class in hopes that they would get a better understanding of the issues that you face right uh-huh that is it's, correct. It's a two -parter. You, you win the prize. Sweet. I never get a gold star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gold, usually looking out the window. Gold star, that's all you want? Yeah. Okay. And maybe a Worthers. Maybe a Worthers. Oh, my gosh. What? Maybe a Worthers. I don't know. Worthers is on the government. That's on the floor now. <laughs> so, one, do you um. think that a course like that should be something mandatory mm. in school? Yes. And two... I know you're having trouble with the job, like finding jobs. Do you think you could kind of implement that into a job where you get paid to go into schools to teach that and what it's like to have a disability and different things, even though you don't have all the different ranges of different disabilities? But you can yeah, like um, uh, I am a Wakehansen Foundation ambassador. I'm not employee, but I do get an honorarium. Um, but like I was on the way home from one. Uh, I actually did four presentations in one day, which is fun. But I was um, coming home and I was like, they should totally make a, a 
subject in school called accessibility and inclusion. Yes, that should definitely definitely be something. I feel like something they could even build on, like in the grades, like in elementary school, maybe just kind of talk about like how like make like making friends or something. Yeah, um, like the whole social aspect. Different. Uh, and then as you get up, you can learn more. Like in the high school, you can learn more about like how the brain uh, works and stuff. Yeah, learn more about the biology and like early on stages could be mostly like like the varying degrees of difficulty you can move on through through yeah. the school years, but... I remember, uh, like, in science, we sometimes did, like, little, um, like, like within a, a topic or a unit, we'd talk about, like, maybe, like, Down syndrome or something. Like, when we were doing chromosomes, we talked about Down syndrome. Yeah, like, um... Or... When I did, um... I went to Acadia for two years called the Access Acadia Program, and it was an uh, inclusive uh, post-secondary education uh, program. You can look it up. And, uh... And uh, I did a lot of um, kinesiology classes because, cool. uh, you know, because I had a lot of uh, like adaptive like uh, uh, courses that had to do with people with disabilities in that program. Uh, so I did like classes called like adaptive physical uh, uh, activity. I also did a class called children with special needs, and that. Basically, was uh, just a course that taught you about uh, certain disability each week. That's cool. Yeah. So, would you recommend that program? I I thought it sounds really interesting. No, I would like to do. Yeah, no, it's it's very. Uh, so you have to uh, not um, have the entrance requirements for university, uh, which I think you know most people with disabilities have. No, not most, but I, there's a lot of people that don't have the engine's requirements uh and you you know have to have goals and you want to be there and stuff and uh, oh. but that was a lot of work so yeah. that's at acadia so when you were there did you live like in a, in, in a I, dorm yeah i lived in residence there yeah cool yeah so but that was challenging just because of my physical disability i needed yeah. open overnight care and um there was uh care throughout the day depending on if i needed to go to the washroom or not and like helping with my meals at supper time and meal time um so um were, they, so were the, they accommodating yeah there was a residence there that um had suites in each of the corners of the floors of one residence. It just happened to be the most expensive residence in, uh, in the, at the university. But, um, yeah, there was, so there was kind of, the only downside was that it was kind of expensive, but it was like one of the best two years of my life, so. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And the winters were tough, too, because it would oh, snow, yeah. and then you couldn't go to class, or oh. couldn't go to meal and be like, I'm hungry, but uh, yeah, winters like, must be tough being in a, a wheelchair, especially this past winter oh. where the, with all the snow clearing and everything that or uh, snow clearing snow sometimes that didn't happen. Quotes. when you're in a wheelchair or any mobile uh, disability, it's very tough because I like people. You see people on the news that have disabilities. They're like, I can't go to work because the sidewalks are covered in snow the lamp of my apartment it's covered in snow and it's slippery and it's foot and it's just not safe for anybody because they would slip and fall and uh, yeah i've fallen many times a couple of weeks ago me and my mom we were at a um public 
engagement session on accessibility parking. And we were saying, well, if the snow doesn't get removed, then it's not gonna work because, you know, we would, we would, uh, park, let's say in the city, let's say at the Scotiabank Center because I'm a big Mooseheads fan, my boys won last night, so, <laughs> going to the finals, baby. Anyways, I knew that me would come out <laughs> soon enough, I just couldn't hold it in. I probably still my condolences to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, anyways, um, but let's say when I go to the Scotiabank Center in, in the winter time, my dad used to park and just, just to drop me off at the entrance and there would be a snowbank like there so I would have to like climb over the snowbank and it's just very tough so um, yeah snow removal uh, needs to be way better so H.O.M. if you're listening please remove please. the snow I mean yeah. next winter hopefully we don't get any more yeah yeah. Mother Nature, if you're listening, please don't drop any more. Mother, it's, Mother it's, Nature, it's, please. It's almost May. I think I covered all that question. But yeah. I don't even remember what I was aiming to talk about. It's okay. Uh, she gave me the finger. I'm just joking. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even. Bulls advertisement, that did not happen. <laughs> um. Thank you so much for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed our podcast. Um, and we'll see you all. In the words of Ellen DeGeneres, be kind, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>